Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. Rarely does my prior line of work and expertise fit in so appropriately for a moment like this. There were a lot of allegations lobbed at the January 6th Star Chamber hearing. I'm going to discredit thoroughly a lot of the nonsense you heard. So, oh my, I'm sitting here listening and um, Kellyanne Conway's husband, George Conway, whose only claim to fame, I think, is being Kellyanne Conway's husband. He had uh, tweeted out yesterday about Cassidy Hutchinson, former aide to Trump chief of staff, Mark Meadows, who testified yesterday at the January 6th emergency hearing, Joe. It was an emergency. We had to get this stuff out. I was sitting here with, I was on the air as it was happening on my radio show and I'm watching and I can see it kind of in the closed captioning. And I'm hearing it during the breaks. And I'm saying to myself, okay, what's the emergency? I don't really get it. Now, George Conway had tweeted out, everyone will remember where they were when Cassidy Hutchinson testified yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I remembered. I was sitting here in the office. And the reason I remember is because the testimony, a lot of it didn't seem to comport with reality. It was an emergency hearing. How to get that out, fellas? Emergency hearing. It was such an emergency. Now, I was waiting for her to come out with some smoking gun, Joe, that she had found a high-powered rifle in the White House <laughs> that uh, Melania was planning to use at the Capitol or something. I mean, really, I was waiting for some stunning bombshell. And what did we get yesterday? We got what appears to be, again, a bunch of fairy tales, including fairy tales about the Secret Service and other things. Now, folks, listen, uh, you know what I did in my prior line of work? I want to just establish bona fides immediately. There, the Secret Service has a number of different entities. So if you're on the Presidential Protection Division, which is obviously a specific division that protects the president, Presidential Protective Division, uh, in the Secret Service, you may not know much about the vice president's detail. That may sound strange, but you may not. I mean, you know how to do protection. Obviously, you're an agent. You're all trained to the basic standards. But I don't know much about what they call NAVOBS, the Naval Observatory where the vice president lives. I, I've never been there. What do you mean you've never been there? You're a Secret Service agent. Why would I go there? I've worked in the White House with the president. I kid you not. I know nothing about it. I know people who work there. They've told me about it. Don't know it. So if there were to be a story out there about an infiltration at the Naval Observatory, I can give you kind of better commentary than the media people because I know how protection works. But I can't give you intricate, detailed commentary about NAVOBS because I've never been there. I've been outside. I have a general idea of the overview. You get my point? The reason I say this is because I have very specific on top of specific information right. about the transportation section of the Secret Service, otherwise known as TS, what we call it. Why? Because I was there twice. I was an agent there and I was the whip, which is kind of a quasi-supervisory position. You run the section. You do the scheduling. You assign people. And you report to a GS-14 supervisor, but you run the section. It's a, it, Like I said, it's not an official supervisory position, but you're running the show. 
It was the greatest honor of my time in the Secret Service to be the whip in TS. I, I'm not kidding. It's a prestigious position. I was honored to take it. It meant the world to me. Probably one of the great honors of my life. Sorry. I didn't mean it, but it's important we understand that. I was there for two years. I know about the limos. I know how it works. Having said that, we're going to address a couple of things that happened yesterday. Political playbook, as you know, I go to them for what left-leaning lunatics are talking about. They put out this morning in their email, these are the stunning, Joe, stunning revelations. I'm glad you included that, Guy. In Hutchinson's testimony, Cassidy Hutchinson, aide to Mark Meadows, right? <laughs> and and note, note the headline, January 6th panel may have found a smoking gun. Well, they may have found something smoking. But it definitely wasn't a gun. It may have been a turd, but I'm not sure it was a gun. So here's what they found smoking. That Trump knew some supporters on January 6th were armed and didn't care. Okay. That headline, I'll go into the rest of it in a second. But that, that's so ridiculous, exaggerated, absurd, hyperbolic, and stupid that I, I, I don't even understand how even the lunatics at Political Playbook, Lizza and Eugene Daniels, Dared to put that in there. Trump knew they were armed and didn't care. To assert such a ridiculous thing, you'd have to be in Trump's head. Um, and you'd have to assume that what people are saying about Trump, despite the fact that they're not under cross-examination, is 100% true. So they note that in Hutchinson's recounting, Trump was talking about the rally on the ellipse. He wanted it packed. So they note that Hutchinson said they were warned by the Secret Service that some Trump supporters were choosing to watch from a distance because they didn't want to go through metal detectors and have their weapons, including ARs and handguns, confiscated. The president was allegedly unmoved. Quote, this is what, uh, what Hutchinson said. The president, she's recounting what she says, Trump said. I don't effing care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me, Trump said, according to Hutchinson. Okay. Then political playbook notes, if true. That means Trump told the crowd to march to the Capitol, fight like hell, knowing some were armed. Holy Moses. Let's, I'm going to play this audio. I'm going to listen to Now, I want you to be very, I want you to listen very carefully to how this aide to Mark Meadows, Trump's chief of staff, frames this conversation and how Politico leaps to the conclusion that Trump knew they were armed. It doesn't say that anywhere in here, by the way, and that he wanted them to go to the Capitol armed. The same guy who said march peacefully and patriotically. Listen to Cassidy Hutchinson very carefully how this is couched in very careful legal terms and how Politico gives you this ridiculous headline. Check this out. Well, we were in the offstage announced tent. I was part of a conversation. I was, in the, I was in the vicinity of a conversation where I overheard the president say something to the effect of, you know, I, I don't effing care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. Take the effing mags away. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. Let the people in. Take the effing mags away. Do you notice how she's, uh, did you guys catch it? She says, oh, I wasn't really part of the conversation, but I was like yeah. there and I heard it. And he said something, Joe, here's the key line. And she notes Cassidy says, Cassidy Hutchinson says, he said something to the effect of. Yep. To the effect of. So did he say it or not? Listen, I'm not trying to be too cute by half here. Because to the effect of kind of sounds to me like a lawyer advised thing to say to make sure like you're not exactly quoting him and you don't exactly remember what happened. So you're just saying the worst thing possible. That's what that sounds like to me. To the effect of. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. 
But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great-tasting superfruit juices, and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120life.com and use the code DAN to save 15% and receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120 Life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner, and if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if the fully adjustable fiber optic sights aren't enough, it's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms and you're going to love this company. Now, from my, again, 12 years of experience doing this, ladies and gentlemen, every single president and staffer working for the president I've worked with during my Five years on the president de- president's detail with Obama and Bush, with working with President Clinton and knowing people working with President Trump. I can tell you for a fact, every single president and their staff wants events packed, just like Trump wanted the ellipse packed on January 6th. Every single president staffer complains about the magnetometers. Listen to me. I get it. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, a, a, a pretend to be some objective guy. I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I support President Trump. I have. I understand that. I get it that some people portray these comments as biased. I understand that. I'm telling you, take it or leave it, that what I'm telling you is 100% true. I am not going to risk my credibility for anyone. Every single president, every president and their staffers complain about the mags and the flow rate. Every one of them. Every one of them. I was with President Obama, when he went to uh, at the Prudential Prudential Center, I think is where they where the uh, Devils, the New Jersey Devils play. He was doing an event for John Corzine, and he was running for governor in New Jersey. The staff complained about the magnetometers there too. We don't have enough. We don't, meanwhile, the event was short. We had a bunch of wasted magnetometers. They always complain about the mags. Every single president to leap to the conclusion that to the effect of. Because President Trump was complaining about the flow rate at the max, which again, every single president and staff does all the time, that Trump wanted armed people to go attack the Capitol is the single dumbest thing Politico has ever put in its piece. But this is what you can expect from the fake news. Totally fake news. 
That's not even the worst part. Here's their takeaway number two. Smoke. Like I told you, something smoking. But it ain't a gun. May not want to get up on that smoking object. Don't get too close. May not like the smoke coming off it. Here's their takeaway number two at Playbook. They're talking about this motorcade story. Allegedly, according to Cassidy Hutchinson, President Trump wanted to go to the Capitol uh, in the, the in the SUVs. I'll talk about that in a second, too. That's important. And because the Secret Service did not have the manpower and didn't have it secured, they didn't want to take him there. So Cassidy Hutchinson's alleging that uh, he, he said that I'm the effing president. Take me to the Capitol now. I'll play her testimony here in a second. But she's alleging also that she was told by Bobby Engel, who I know well, and Tony Ornato, who I know well, work with them in the New York field office, work with them repeatedly on the president's detail. I know these guys very well. I've known them for decades. She's alleging that the president, President Trump, then grabbed the steering wheel of the, of the, uh, of the SUV, grabbed the steering wheel, Joe. So you'll take me to Capitol. I'll drive there myself. The drama. He carjacked the Secret Service. The dr- unbelievable. Yeah. Here's Cassidy Hutchinson relaying the story. She alleges she was told. Check this out. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol. And when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not. We don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong a very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Engel. And when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. And was Mr. Engel in the room as Mr. Renato told you this story? He was. Now, notice the to the effect of again. To the effect of. Effect of. Kind of like, I'm not really telling you the real story, but there's some effects laden in there. She does the same thing here she did in the first story about the magnetometer. Takes what's likely a true story. I'm telling you part of it is likely true. Based on my experience and sources. The president was probably upset about the mag flow rate. But to take the mag flow rate complaint, which every president complains about, And to then posit that he wanted armed people to go to the Capitol is such a ridiculous, stupid leap that I'm stunned people like even George Conway, who's not that bright to begin with, would take this at face value. She does it again here. I'm telling you that the president did probably want to go to the Capitol. Okay, probably did. But to then take that story when you weren't there and to tell from then and and to posit from that story that he physically attacked the Secret Service and someone told you that, I'm telling you based on various data points, the story can't possibly be true. Let's go through it piece by piece. 
Here's an article in The Complex. It says, Trump allegedly tried to grab steering wheel, lunge for agent's throat. (laughs) So stupid. Throat, Joe. Choking the Secret Service. Ah! They go. Can't see it, dude. No, I can't see it. (laughs) So stupid. But if you know Bobby Engel, you know like how ridiculous his story. He's the, he was a sack, special agent in charge of the president's detail. They cover another thing, Hutchinson said per NBC News, that Tony Ornato, who is a Secret Service agent, who was the deputy chief of staff, right? Bobby Engel, you got to get the, you got to get all the positions here straight. Hutchinson is an aide to the chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Tony Ornato is a Secret Service agent who's the deputy chief of staff. Bobby Engel, Robert Engel, is the special agent in charge of the Presidential Protective Division. So now you understand who the players are. Bobby Engel would have been the closest to the president that day. Tony would have likely been in the White House in his office. So Cassidy Hutchinson says, Tony proceeded to tell me that when the president got back in the beat, got in the beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that the off the record move into the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. Okay, well, what's the problem with this story now? Okay, here is video, and I need you to watch this on Rumble, folks. I'm sorry, I know some of you listen, but I need you to go to Rumble and watch this very specifically. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Here is video the day of January 6th after the president left the stage. And you'll notice what Cassidy Hutchinson says, Tony called the beast. I'll address that in a second. What the media calls the limo, the beast, on only the media, right? You notice the president didn't leave in the limo, as we would as the media would call it. He left in what the Secret Service calls the Camp David package, or what regular, I guess, average folks would call the SUVs. Look for yourself. See it? You'll see this car backstage. You'll see that. Now, I want you to pay very close attention. That's the presidential seals. You'll see it. That's that. The, the, did you see it with the flags on it? That's the, the, the presidential seals, only the car with the president. Notice every other car does not have the seals. It's just the one with the presence. Now, again, this is the kind of thing, if you're an agent, you'll notice these little details. If you're not, you'll miss them. Those presidential seals, I have them right here in my office right here, seals from the last trip I did. I have the seals and the license plate from the car. They're magnetic seals. They come off the car, not painted on. They only go on the car the president is in. It doesn't matter if it's a Tesla, an SUV, or a limo. Those seals go on the car. There's a little carve out for them where they go. The president is in the SUVs. He's not in the limo, what the media call the beast. The story can't possibly be true. Tony Ornato, who is the deputy chief of staff, who is a Secret Service agent. It's a strange arrangement. Whether you agree with it or not, that's a topic for another day. But Tony's a good guy. Tony was an agent. He knows the Secret Service better than anyone. He was the sack of the president's detail, special agent in charge, before Bobby Engel. Are you telling me that Tony Ornato told Cassidy Hutchinson that the president got in the wrong car? You see my point, fellas? He didn't get in the limit. He was in the Camp Davids. Right. That didn't happen. How else do I know that this story didn't happen? That Tony did not tell Cassidy Hutchinson that the president got in the beast. Because, folks, if you listen to my show on a regular basis, you know nobody in the Secret Service calls it the beast. Joe, how many times have we said this? Oh. It's like my bet noir. It's like my, right? Wouldn't you agree? It's like, it's, it, it, it's probably, I, it, 
This story I've said so many times, it candidly probably annoys Joe, just like I used to yeah, reference not, the black swan all the time. Not enough beads on but, the abacus. Yeah. There, there, no, there's no, not no. enough beads on the abacus to count how many times I have. We don't call it the beast. Nobody calls it that. There is zero chance Tony Ornato mistook the vehicle the president got in number one and then called it something nobody calls it. That is a media thing. Whenever the media mentions the beast and they say a secret service agent said it, I know they're lying. We don't talk like that. <sighs> These are media people. The one with the Delta Six Fiber and the Dev Grew hit the beast and hit the Jackal 46. What are you talking about? Did you just read that in a book? Nobody talks like that. <laughs> I have a very special set of skills, as Liam Neeson said. And uh, I wanted to make sure you heard it from me here today. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.